Yeah, okay. Then I'm gonna go then I'm gonna go fix myself another drink. Oh, pew. he's wearing the boy shorts. Shit. Oh we got to peek behind the kimono. Oh, fuck, he's wearing the <laughs> boy shorts. I'm not wearing my boy shorts. God damn. Kind of warm. Are we gonna put them on right now? I think we I gotta thought do about that. it. Okay, I gotta find him, yeah. but well, fair enough. <laughs> do you know that feeling when everyone is talking about a movie that you haven't seen? Have you ever felt compelled to make some vague comments just so you can join in the conversation? Well, what if you were in too deep? Do you think you could convince everyone that you'd seen it? Or do you think your version would be so much better that no one would care? Here at Faking Movies, we're always the ones who haven't seen the movie. Anything you can do, I can do better. I can do anything better than you. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to (laughs) Faking Movies. This is episode... Tonight, we're going to party like it's episode 199. Oh. Oh, Zach enjoyed that for some reason. (laughs) I mean, I'm a Prince fan. I know. I'm a Prince fan. (laughs) I know, but that was like bad. That was, like, worse than usual. I saw you stop in the middle and, like, mentally think of it and then spit it out. And I, I it's relatable. I, yeah. Yeah, I wanted to only, reward you. If only people could watch us doing this show. Like, they oh, would I think see, they'd be horrified. <laughs> yeah, we they could. would see just how, like, like desperate we are to scream over each other. <laughs> how we've all been friends for long enough that we still, like, impre- try to impress each other and do that, eh? Eh? Kind of face. And Look for our uh, Patreon uh, stream of our, yeah. our Twitch stream. <laughs> our Patreon Twitch stream of this uh-huh. bullshit. Mm-hmm. Of just like a normal conversation. We were having a normal conversation before we started, and it was like Zach desperately, desperately trying to get something out while me and Seth just just fucking ramrodded over our points over him. It's true. It's, it's, uh, yeah, rough. Also, our OnlyFans, there there will be six naked thighs on our OnlyFans. Oh, yeah. We're all wearing our boy shorts tonight. Booty boys. It's fucking hot in here. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. uh, basically what happened was Lee's internet went down. And while he was fixing it, after we started the record, uh, Zach and I were like, yeah, we're going to go put on our booty boys because we saw him go. Well, we saw him wearing them. So He he just casually stood up and turned around and had them on. And we were like, whoa. (laughs) Uh oh. (laughs) It was just everyday wear for me. Now, uh, I had to go put on my extra large, uh, (laughs) even though I weigh 160 pounds, uh, (laughs) My my XXL fucking booty shorts. What for? Oh, all right, that, for all that dong meat, I assume. I, yeah. I guess. There, is that what guys say? I don't. It's it's just it's just <laughs> it's just yeah. low T guy talk. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. I, I mean, for 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 those listening, it's I mean, this if you ever buy awesome uh, booty boy shorts off the internet, uh, there's a good chance they're going to be sized uh, in a different country, and uh, mm-hmm. you know you got you got to check those size charts. Yeah, yeah definitely. Crucial. Or at least that's what we're telling ourselves. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it's true. I did buy them during the pandemic, so uh, maybe I yep. would have needed a smaller size at one point, but Oof, yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. I've uh, expanded, shall we say? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to. I got. I, I had a, a story I wanted to tell you guys because I think it's related to the podcast. Um, so last week, my partner and I uh, drove uh, quite a distance to go get vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And on the way there, uh, she was uh, skipping the occasional song as we were driving. Um, and I was like, oh, man, you know, every time it happened, it seemed to be a song that I really liked. But it was fine. I didn't care. And then uh, Seth, yours and I sang my song, uh, oh. uh, Brandy. Yeah, by Brandy Looking Glass came by on. Looking Glass. Yeah. And I started singing <laughs> along to it. And then she turned the radio off for a second and she went, okay, okay, I just, I just... This, every song I'm skipping, it's because you're putting way too much stink on it, and I just I need you to stop. And and that's when I realized it's like, is that just how I operate? Do I just put too much stink on everything? The answer is yes. And yeah, for I sure. Love yeah. It. <laughs> but that's that's I what we all enjoy it. and mm-hmm. also do. That's, so that's that yeah. is why Brandy by Looking Glass is our song. I know, and she's like, "I'll put it back on. You can sing along, but you gotta, you gotta rein it in a little. You Man, gotta rein it in a little bit." Feels yeah. like a real missed opportunity for her, a la making you Venmo her money to do a thing that you want to do. Oh, like that time I gave her money so she wouldn't put an episode of The West Wing on. Exactly yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Aaron Aaron Sorkin is basically blackmail. <laughs> So, oh, guys. I'm certain he has been. Yeah. <laughs> do, you remember, do you remember the episode? Do you remember the, yeah, for real. Do you remember the episode of The West Wing where I think there was like some sort of like, Probably. like there was some sort of lesson to be learned about like racial tensions in this particular you episode? You mean like fucking half of the yeah. episodes? In I the, know, but this is a very, the, this is a very, the third through six yeah. seasons? Yeah. Dool- very... Dule Hill really fucking carried the team on his back. Yeah. <laughs> That's, yeah, true. That's true. That's true. That's yeah. true. Oh, uh, <laughs> man, he's such a talent. Anyway. He is. Yeah, um, <laughs> Dule Hill is awesome. You mean Martin Sheen wasn't really woke about this? Hmm. <laughs> mm. Well, anyway, uh, uh, this particular episode uh, ends with like a, a big event in the Rose Garden celebrating probably Martin Luther King Day, I would assume. Mm-hmm. But sure, um, sure. Uh, they Malcolm had a X musical. Day. Maybe. They had a musical guest, and uh, the musical guest in this episode is like, and, and, and Mr. James Taylor oh. performing <laughs> A Change Is Gone Come. Oh, no. Civil Rights Anthem. <laughs> mm-hmm. And and I I would like yeah. to submit my my vulture piece in which I say that uh, Aaron Sorkin has been a parody of Aaron Sorkin since at least that episode. Yeah, sure. It seems like yeah. it seems like that is the like critical point, right? <laughs> the That's point where he that. was like uh, episode about uh, tackling racism. Ah, uh, yes, a classic anthem of the civil rights movement. I'll get James, James Taylor. Taylor. <laughs> An old white man who's bald and has a ponytail. Oh, fuck. Good God, James I I could see somebody bringing it up and him going, yeah, it's ironic. It's going to be, people will get it. They get me. Everybody gets me. I don't think he's that self-aware, dude. I think the problem is he doesn't, Mm. like, believe... In in couching any of his his messages in irony, he's everything is just so straight down the fucking barrel with that guy. Yeah, yeah, it's fair. Yeah, it's mm. almost like it's almost like he's got a steady cam as they walk down a f- or even a rail as they fucking walk down a hallway in a mock up of the West Wing. You know, uh, I wonder how much of that is Sorkin's, uh, like you know, the Sorkin walk and talk great, but like you know, Tommy Shlami directed all those episodes. Like, how much was that, Tommy Shlami? <laughs> that's the name of the guy who directed most of the episodes. Yeah, that's true. I just assumed that was a joke. I wasn't. No, in. That's, nope. That's his real name. Wow. 
Wow. You think, do you think he and Lucas... Also, the guy who wrote the music's name is W.G. Snuffy Waldron. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Snuffy Waldron. These are just figments of his cocaine imagination. Those can't be real people. <laughs> yeah. these, are, these are the rejected uh, Sesame Street Muppets he pitched as a child. <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, he, and, and he couldn't get them on sports night, so he jammed yeah. them into, into the West Wing. <laughs> Peter Krause, that's not nearly interesting enough. Yeah, it's like, okay, we let you have Joshua Molina. You can't have more Muppets on this show right now. <laughs> he is a human Muppet. That's mm-hmm. a mean but good joke. Yeah. Thanks. I like Joshua Molina. That's great. He's in this season of Shameless, believe it or not. Oh, how about that? Really? Yeah. I don't and I don't think he looks like a Muppet. He's just <laughs> well, small. He's got a he's pretty turtly. He's a little like a Muppet. He's, he's like small compared to other people how about that sure, sure well speaking of turtley let's get into this oh. episode wait sure hold no. on sure i no. thought you were going to try to transition us with martin sheen earlier but you didn't no yeah. this is my martin sheen transition <laughs> okay. speaking of turtley well i just want to say really quick okay don't forget to check out our twitter at oh because mario right. works yeah. very hard okay. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. See, this it was for good i used my powers for good this time well done well done right okay so speaking of turtley uh, Lee, what movie are you faking this week? Well, I don't get that reference, but okay, uh, the movie no. I'm faking is called The Way. <laughs> this is uh, yes. part three of our miniseries, uh, oh, where see. I guess we're turtling titles into their shell, because we started with The Way Way Back, That's a good and point. then The Way Back, and now The Way. So, mm-hmm. like, you know, it's like that, that tiny, that little cute little, little weird face getting pulled back in. Yep, that is exactly what's happening somehow. Josh Molina. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's the Josh Molina of miniseries of our stupid podcast. So, Lee, for The Way, what actors did we give you? You gave me um, the members of the rock band Fastball. And the <laughs> Peter I'm, I'm convinced you had that written down. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> you wow. looked over at something, and then yeah, I thought that was that's what no, was happening uh, too. <laughs> no, I, I think we joked earlier. Joke. Yeah, the, we the joked way, earlier. The way by fastball does fucking honk. It's such I mean, a great song. It's a really good song. Such yeah. a good song. <laughs> and show you the way by Peter Frampton is fine. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, no. So we we joked Low a few coder. episodes about making a movie based on the song "The Way" by Fastball. Right. But right, right. Yeah, uh, I didn't do that uh, d- okay. because uh, the cast you gave me uh-huh. is Martin Sheen, uh-huh. Emilio Estevez, Deborah Kara Unger, and Renee Estevez. Uh-huh. So yes. we got two generations of Sheen Estevezes. We do. Mm-hmm. We sure One do. kind of obscure. Renee has Renee, acted. She a didn't bit, do a whole lot, but yeah. not not much. Yeah. I recognized the name enough that I was just like, okay, I don't know if that's a child of or a spouse of someone in this family. So she, I, I looked her up. I did not recognize her face, and you know, yeah. she has three family members that are quite famous. So I've grown accustomed to face. What do you mean three? You said t- what about Joe Estevez? Gotta love Joe Estevez. Is that I don't is this I like he's in, Nick, is this like the Coppola's? I, he's in Soul Taker, Zach. He's Ooh. uh he's Martin Sheen's less talented brother who kinda looks a little bit like Martin Sheen until the eighties when they don't look like each other anymore. Hmm. Okay. I don't think Martin yeah. Sheen's uh situation was ever his looks per se. But, yeah. Uh, 
Yeah. It's weird because, like, I think of him as being this like hugely respected, like, like, like very top notch actor and all this. That's because like, he plays the president. Yeah, also, that's exactly why. I, no, it's it's Apocalypse Now. That's the only. Yeah, one. it is that Apocalypse made him Now. Yeah, massively famous, and then he just skated on that, and everybody was just well, like, and he's in. He's I guess in he's good. I don't know. <laughs> I can never remember if he's in Days of Heaven or Badlands. He's in one of the early Terrence Malick movies. Yeah, that's uh, true. Okay. I don't remember which one either, but I remember his, yeah. his young face. I, Seth um, and I talked a lot about how we don't think he's a very good actor. Turns out mm-hmm. <laughs> he's. Yeah fine he does well, fine as the president because he's not the focus of that fucking show he's that's just, right he's just nothing he's benign he's, that's and the, and according to aaron sorkin he was supposed to be even less prominent of a character but he sure. tested so well after the pilot and then america used to build tall boats <laughs> that was a direct quote uh, i'm not surprised i guess but mm-hmm. yeah okay Anyway, yeah, I, I like I, I like. Ever seen a fucking and, um... aircraft carrier? It's pretty fucking tall. <laughs> <laughs> a tall boat got stuck in a canal recently. Mm. We haven't talked about that at all. Hey, you know, let's let's. I really want to rapid fire Evergreen. some cultural. Ooh. I want to rapid fire some cultural things just to get them out of the way because we haven't talked about them since these things happened. Uh-huh. Sure. Um, boat got stuck. Yep. Snyder cut. That's oh it. yeah. Oh, Man, God. every other movie podcast has been doing the Snyder Cut. I have literally no plans I, to ever watch the Snyder Cut. I don't so. want to watch it. Yeah. It I was no fine. Interest. It took forever to watch. Like, I think I you, have, Lee, you and friend of the show, Kev, both watched it and both took several sittings and suffered through every moment of it. So yeah. mm-hmm. it sounds, why like, would anyone the, do that? The yeah. thing is that like, I really like the weird DC mythos. Like, I, I sure. like the dark side stuff. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really interesting, really but you know what? It was really fucking well done in all of the animated series that mm-hmm. came out in the late 90s. Which I know, are all I've been on, watching a lot of YouTube clips of those. And they're all on HBO Max right now, um, uh, okay. our, okay. our not sponsor. Mm-hmm. Um, I would take that Time Warner money. For long. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> but but like I, I found that story super engaging, and that's what kind of got me into everything. And I have no interest in watching the stupid Snyder version of it, because I don't think that they can do it in a non-serialized fashion. Well, this is... I'm not going to get into it. There, there, are, there are things. I'm not going to get into it because no. every other podcast has done it. And also, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. So, yeah. Lee, I got to ask, do you know uh, Debbie Unger as a, an actor? Mm-hmm. Uh, I know. I recognize the name. I didn't really... The face wasn't like jumping at me. And I didn't want to like look too deep in case I came across this movie. Sure. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Probably not. Uh my hallmark for her is she's the female lead in the game with Michael Douglas and Sean Penn. Oh, a movie that I've never actually watched. Oh, it's like one of my easily one of my top tens. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you've yeah. you've recommended it before. It's just never like when do I actually feel like watching a weird adaptation of A Christmas Carol? Yeah. Yeah. No. Fair point. Fair point. Yeah. Um, and and, it, and when that happens, I want to watch Muppets. I watch Muppet Christmas uh, Carol. Certainly. Certainly. Yeah. Or. Okay. or yeah. I think you should leave that one episode with the ghost of way future, mm-hmm. which is the only version that I care about. It's so good. Certainly, the bone, the bone mm-hmm. cars. <laughs> That's a thing. All right. 
he insists. <laughs> it is. It's from that sketch. No, I, I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So the, I'll just, I'll do my movie. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the Way. So we're going to begin with a montage of uh, flipping through cable channels. Uh, like you could see the edge of the screen and an outline of a TV and just random clips of old shows and movies and like silly infomercials, stuff like that. Uh, but we're going to keep seeing glimpses of Martin Sheen giving some sort of like motivational speech. Um, after a bit of surfing, we settle on the channel that Sheen was on and the camera zooms in and the perspective changes from like viewing it on a TV screen to like just being in the room with mm-hmm. him. Yeah, that's a good shot. Um, so uh, Martin's given like uh, giving like a classic kind of huckster speech. Like he's a, he's a, a music man. He's a Elmer Gantry, like, you know, what, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's all style, little substance, but you can see the studio audience is totally sucked in. Um, Deborah is standing off to the side of the stage, holding a clipboard and people are coming over with like papers to sign and, and things like that. And she's just smiling ear to ear. Um, and in the audience, we see Emilio and Renee. They're not sitting near one another, but they're definitely both sucked in. Uh, you Emilio doing another is another family drama. Good God! All right, no. Uh, we, we gave Emilio... him three family members. <laughs> <laughs> True. <I> mean... <laughs> yeah. Um, I shouldn't Emilio, be upset. <laughs> based on uh, based on like uh, just the way everybody seems to be dressed and and like the type of things they they're carrying with them, it it, it kind of seems that Emilio is very new. Um, but Renee seems to fit in quite a bit more and she's even like mouthing along with Martin to certain parts of this presentation. Interesting. Um, so Martin finishes and walks off with Deborah, who starts to give him some business reports. And this is where we see that, uh, Martin is the head of an MLM. No, um, of course. And Love for the purpose that. of the movie, it doesn't matter what the product is. Um, so Deborah says, uh, you know, lots of new faces tonight. And then Martin looks at the numbers and he's like, not according to these. We got to get, we've got new people, but uh, do they really follow the way? I really um, like that uh, it's, that it's vague. At least mm-hmm. like if, if that is the way you're going, like where you don't ever actually say what they're doing. And I, yes. I, I like doesn't, that. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, this, <laughs> it doesn't I mean, matter. I'll just, no. yeah. I'll tip my hat. This is just a, this is a, a movie about how MLMs are bullshit. Yeah. That's it. Yep. Um, yep. So we're gonna cut over to Emilio, and he looks inspired, but like he's he's kind of wayward. Like you could see that he came here because he he didn't know what to do, and he just figured, why not? Mm-hmm. Um, so Renee spots this and begins to talk to him about Martin's program, the way. Never give anything concrete, just a lot of vague talk about transformation and like harnessing the power of yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, we then get to the kind of meat at the center of the movie where Renee and Emilio are recruiting people for their downstream mm-hmm. uh, and they're making money and moving up in the ranks. And this is going to be intercut with more like Martin Sheen platitudes where he's standing under bright lights. Uh, and this is when Renee and Emilio are going to meet Deborah, and she recruits them to become Martin's new Pathfinders. Um, and now we're going to see like the le- uh, like the um, uh, like uh, the uh, Nissan SUV. Yes, oh. exactly. <laughs> no, so, so I, you're you're lo- using a lot of cult terms. Which I was are thinking of the sort of uh, the D and D like sort of side thing. Oh. Like there's there's a like an allegory to D and D called Pathfinder, which is its own oh thing. I'm not aware of this. Hmm. Yeah, hmm. it's um different. Speaking I think... of, <laughs> wait until you guys see what I have up my sleeve for the next uh, time we all get together Ooh, and play. Girl. Oh, girl, right. it's gonna be annoying. 
I can't wait. I can't yeah. wait for <laughs> very our, exciting for our next bullshit D and D session. So. Yes. <laughs> anyway, uh, sorry, I didn't mean to derail you, but there's no, a thing okay. called Pathfinder. It's a thing. Yeah. Uh, so from this point on, we're gonna see less and less of Martin on the like glossy set, and we're gonna start seeing um, Emilio and Renee being the people giving like presentations a little more frequently. Sure. Uh, they're going to be reaching out to new people, inspiring them to follow the way, spouting off with empty phrases and becoming more and more powerful and rich. Mm-hmm. Um, until one day we see uh, Renee being ushered away by Deborah while they argue about something that we're not quite able to make out. Mm-hmm. And Emilio uh, sees this and he starts walking through the mostly deserted offices now of the way Uh, Until he comes to a giant door at the end of the hall that's slightly open. And he goes in and he sees a rough and disheveled Martin Sheen who is like shredding papers or hastily packing a bag or something. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, And, you know, Emilio starts spouting platitudes at Martin, who he has just met in person for the first time. But like you can see that he's like, I got to impress this guy. This is this is the guy who the guy, my whole life right. is based on this. Like, oh, it's um, almost like a horrible shelf thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Martin uh, is still packing, just kind of turns and looks at Emilio in disbelief. And uh, Emilio's speech starts to get even less specific. And his delivery, his delivery starts to show more and more cracks as he goes on, which, you know, it, in sales, you the more you have to keep talking, the less effective what you're trying to sell is. Mm-hmm. This is exactly Certainly. what's happening to him. Yep. Talking to the guy who conned him in the first place, and he just doesn't realize it. Um, and uh, he's, he's starting to show all these cracks, and then he starts to break down, and he tells Martin that he doesn't understand what's happening. Uh, can Martin just finally show him the way? And we get you know, our Martin speech at the end. And it's going to be something like the way is nothing. The way is just a way to get people like you to give their money to people like me. You think you helped people. You did. You helped me get richer. The way is nothing. The way leads nowhere for you. And if I don't get out of here, the way is going to lead me right to prison. And then he leaves. Uh, So Emilio is shaken and he's totally silent and Martin, who is now like crazed, is just like bolts out of this place. Uh, and the movie ends as the FBI, or maybe the Jeff BI, <laughs> as the FBI comes in and starts a, going a reference all... to a thing that may have been cut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> so the movie ends as the FBI comes in and starts going through the files, scouring the whole room, and we finally see Emilio get cuffed and let out, along with Renee and Deborah. Uh, their names are on everything. Martin's name is on nothing. Mm. Uh, and the last, the last scene is a TV in the common room of a prison. The channel is surfing again, and finally someone settles on a slick-looking Martin Sheen talking about the life-changing power of the path. And we zoom in <laughs> as a giant Fuck. grin comes across his face, and then the TV blinks off. Yep. They they can't help themselves. These people. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. you made capitalism the movie? I was gonna say it's I, it's a more realistic Wall Street. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I I think I I got I made like the MLM version of Network maybe. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Although, except Network, uh, the Howard Beale is convinced that he's an actual prophet, and everybody else is taking advantage of him. Sure. My sure. movie is kind of the flip side of that. Yeah. Although, if it's a Wall Street. 
Charlie Sheen is the one in Wall Street who gets uh, seduced by the, yeah, right. the, the huckster. Sure enough, yeah, that, yeah, exactly. Huh. Yeah, no, I'm I'm just going to call it capitalism, where it's just exploiting other people until yeah. you're yeah. Uh, better off. This is a... Speaking of which, I've got some Amway that I'm trying to sell, <laughs> if you guys... <laughs> well, you're about 20 years too late, bud. Hey, dude, <laughs> you, hey I, have a, I have a wonderful makeup system. That... Is it Avon or is it uh, Mary Kay? Uh, I... Uh, I, I I don't know which one is more shitty. I, I think you're both wrong. I either. I, I've got dildos and essential oils. I'm way more <laughs> hip than you guys. Like, get with the fucking times already. Jesus. <laughs> My Amway is dipped in CBD. I forgot to mention. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Now we're making money. <laughs> all right. So, uh, all right, Lee, you want to hear the IMDb one sentence summary, which hmm, is just interesting. Uh, well then yeah for sure (laughs) alright okay so The Way which is a 2010 film okay so kind of recent yeah Uh, yeah, recently seems Um, like maybe Martin Sheen was doing a favor for uh, for Emilio being in this one did Emilio direct it damn it I thought for once I was gonna get to say hey guess who directed this (laughs) 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 you Absolute bitch. <laughs> Zach, you'll never get to do that know, to me. You'll never get to you're, do you're that to me. You're too smart for my tricks. Yeah. God damn it. All right, Lee, you want to hear what this uh, 2010 directed by Emilio Estevez movie is, uh, the, the sentence? Now I know why when I brought up Bobby a few weeks ago, the other movie that Emilio directed, you guys got all weird and yeah, sketchy. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yes, please, please do. Okay, well, a father heads overseas to recover the body of his estranged son who died while traveling the El Camino de Santiago and decides to take the pilgrimage himself. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, no, this is... Pretty good summary. It's pretty, (laughs) like, that is exactly what happens. It's very, like, slow and contemplative and... So it's a very, like, uh... Tone poem? Like no, movie, not no. It's not a fucking tone poem. You're, There's like a purpose to it, and is. it knows what it's doing. Why would you even say that it's a tone it's, poem, it, it you is. stupid bastard? Why would you do that? It 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 knows almost too much what it's doing and focuses too much on its thing the entire. Okay, time. so this is this is like a someone's personal like this is yeah this we'll, is the movie that we'll they want their personal journey movie into like to that later it's all of the sheen family's personal movie yes yeah uh-huh weird i was gonna say so like did emilio read like a fucking esquire article about this no, no. are of, they getting back in touch with their family's family roots members did this thing <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. was it so. charlie no no it was, was not it charlie was it, it joe <laughs> nope it's Emilio's son, turns out. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Died? Did not die, but uh, oh. it's did, a whole thing. Did, yeah. did the trip, and then there was also some involvement um, with uh, with Martin Sheen's brother. Yeah. Um, Joe. Uh, <laughs> Allegedly. Yeah. Like, I, I, don't, I don't even know. I, I, it, like, everything is a little fluid, <laughs> yeah. honestly. Okay, so Joshua Jackson did this trip in real life. 
Uh, no, it was Charlie Banks, and he meets up with Connie and Gee, You really think that Charlie Banks is the character that, like, fucking Coach Bombay would, would have a father-son relationship with? He, no, but Charlie Banks would be the guy that hikes this or the app trail and does the, like, somebody else carries my pack for me. And I did it oh. the fastest because I didn't carry any of my shit. Yeah, he's <laughs> doing it for the pictures and for the microbers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and the 8 million Instagram followers, for sure. Yeah, and, yeah. And, or, like, uh, the guy I, I used to watch YouTube videos of is like uh trekking around the world and like doing through hiking in different parts of the world he's like i don't save money by uh packing food with me i have experiences in the place and it's like i wanted to eat real himalayan food and he's in a fucking five-star restaurant like eating like come on that comes up ish in this yeah that does come up actually and i don't Hmm. think it's done in a bad way no it's it's a sort of teaching martin sheen to learn about culture and like expand yeah. his horizons mm-hmm. yeah. we'll just call him mrs tingle because he's gonna be teaching hey or taught mostly but yeah <laughs> uh <laughs> have we ever done that on the podcast we should do that one teaching no. mrs tingle mm-hmm. there's a lot of cool teacher movies we could do faculty is a good one oh i love pupil. the faculty i love i saw the faculty in theaters even though yeah. i was a child Ooh. i'm also <laughs> in it so like it's weird that's hey. true i'm sorry i feel like you guys should should be able to talk about this movie because i'm i'm really it's, slowing uh, things down i i have a very short summary or yeah relatively well. short they're, summary they're, is, honestly, the, is the background more interesting than the movie itself is that yeah, what you're getting I, I, yeah, yeah we have way more shit to talk about seth and i yeah. truly did a back and forth like like we were like five minutes away from each other watching it at the same yes. time as yeah, we yeah. were texting back and forth so lot lot of so zach give us give us a briefer brief yeah. brief summary yeah, yeah uh so martin is an optometrist who loves golf and is constantly irritated by his wayward son emilio just like dr gil morgan I don't know. What He's a famous golfer from the 70s who was also an optometrist. He won the PGA Championship. Weird. Yeah. Well, Martin doesn't do that. His son mm-hmm. does. Um. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wins the PGA Championship? No, no. no. His son dies. <laughs> dies. No, no PGA whatsoever. Not does. I didn't say dies at all. Dies. <laughs> all right. Um, Wowly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, anybody listening to this? Uh, clear your calendar. It's going to be a while. Uh, <laughs> So Emilio dies like I think three literal minutes into this movie. Um, yeah, he is having... dead. <laughs> like yeah, immediately. Yeah, he which is weird because again, as we mentioned, he they, directed it, but he did. They not... should call him Emilio. 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 Low. Oh, Gil Morgan didn't win the. the well, PGA what the fuck? Oh, sorry. <laughs> You stupid bastard. Hey, guys, should we just start over? Let's just start. But he does have 25 Champions Tour wins. No, nobody cares about golf. That's like fine, I guess. No one cares. Have you won 25 professional tournaments? (laughs) Okay. Um, I'm going to lose my goddamn heart. (laughs) Emilio set off on this hike that starts in France, I believe, and then goes through most of Spain. Yeah, it's through the Pyrenees. Yeah, it's oh. a very famous pilgrimage. It's religious in nature. It has been happening for at least mm. a thousand years. It's a whole thing. Yeah, basically you go from from the Mediterranean to the Atlantic coast. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, so Emilio dies immediately, kind of suddenly. Um, and Martin on his like, first day on the pilgrimage. Oh yeah, barely Oof. made it. In. Yeah, um, that's rough. Martin's yeah. like really upset, but again, they had very different life perspectives. They were estranged at this point. 
essentially no he says they're they're estranged oh okay like uh he's like i haven't talked to my son like i took him to the airport but i haven't like actually interacted with him in like three years because sure Mm -hmm. sure. yeah whatever reason he can you please tell me that there's like a a line about i may be an optometrist but i've never truly seen clearly until now actually no that doesn't come up fuck yeah the optometry thing never again like why bother like what's the like well indeed yeah uh the one guy he meets can't say optometrist because he's dutch (laughs) i think that's the only time it comes up yeah Um, okay fair i'll give it to him sure uh so martin goes to collect the body and like come back home to new york i guess california i don't know California. california he's from california yeah yeah uh and he's very moved like once Phantom he goes Planet. to get the body. Really? <laughs> <laughs> really? Jason Schwartzman's band Phantom Planet? <laughs> wow. Would you prefer I said coconut records? <laughs> yeah, I'm also a weird fan of Phantom Planet. I get the records. I like coconut records. <laughs> it's it's not bad. Okay. Uh, when he goes and like has He's to sort shit. of rectify <laughs> rectify his emotions in the moment he is overwhelmed and he decides to cremate his son and then uh he in like a kind of snap decision decides he's gonna walk the whole fucking thing and spread his ashes over the trail because it's like right the he's one gonna thing finish he what his son his started and yeah. you know it is actually quite quite like moving and emotional when confusing this yeah he i think yeah. he does a good job here martin sheen does a decent job here kind of um, he does serious well he does the other stuff not so good yeah yeah um, indeed yeah uh so skipping massive swaths uh we meet various characters there's a dutch guy we meet first he's hiking because he wants to lose weight or so he says yeah um, he wants to lose weight because you know his wife won't sleep with him anymore and he's like is he wants to fit into a suit so he can go to his brother's wedding that's it was lo- like lots of Every, there are yeah. much cheaper ways to accomplish this. Martin like Sheen this. literally says, buy another suit. And I mean, if you look into the future a little bit, everyone's on the trail because they're kind of wayward. Like, that's the. Yeah, that's they the, like. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, do you remember when I started hiking? You know what was going on in my life at that time? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. No, exactly. no, nobody walks an 800 kilometer uh, uh, trek. Because it's, it's they want to lose weight. That's not mm-hmm. the goal. The goal is to like deal with your shit. To to go on a journey. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um we uh meet uh Debbie Unger. She's a dark and brooding woman with a troubled past that we sort of get barely glimpses into. Not yeah, entirely. there's like some abuse that like former abuse from from, from partners and um They like... they don't develop her character enough i think she does yeah. slap the shit out of martin at one point which is nice which yeah. is out of fucking nowhere it it's not entirely nice she picks up his emilio's ashes and sheen is like can i have those back please and reaches for them and then she just like backhands him in the head yeah and he's like what the fuck yeah it's it's yeah, like it's not well constructed the... yeah. yeah um yeah, and then uh, the last person we meet is this surly Irish writer. Uh, Who's who the worst. Endlessly talks about nothing um, and is kind of a fraud, which is why he's doing the thing. Like, he had early success and has large dreams and I guess some amount of money, and he's just like, 
maybe I'll find my muse or something on this. So it's some combination of Sean Connery and Finding Forrester and the poet in Hyperion. Ah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Shit. Yeah, it kind of is. Yeah. Yeah, kind Weirdly. of. <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, everybody, read Hyperion. <laughs> um, yeah, it was. Hyperion good. is great. Yeah, it's not bad. I love Hyperion. Yeah. Um, I didn't love right. it. I liked uh, it a lot. I didn't love it. Sure. Yeah. Okay. That's actually fair. Um. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Sure. So uh, the the entire movie, like all of the middle bits, Martin are just... Selenius. <laughs> that was his name. Yeah. Yeah. Sure enough. Uh, town after town with very minimal conflict until eventually Martin, I think we're about two thirds of the way through at this point, gets a little drunk in one of the towns and screams some quote truth at everybody. Yeah. Yeah. He, nope. he Old up, white guys screaming truth. Yeah, always great. But he's always like the quiet one. So it, it, it is kind the, of out of The place. entire time he's like a weird curmudgeon. And I appreciate mm-hmm. this because I'm a weird curmudgeon. Yeah, like everybody's, um, like the Dutch guy's endlessly talky, Yeah, the, the Irish guy's the, endlessly talky. I texted Zach so many times saying, I fucking hate this Dutch man. <laughs> because, because he is constantly just like busting his ass in there, being loud and obtrusive. Yeah. And then, you know what, by the end I was like, you know what, he's like, he's generally good hearted. Yeah. And I thought that that actually was well done. Like, yeah. It was. it was. I I hated him at the beginning because he's just this boisterous, fat Dutchman I, that's just screaming all so the time. Was, uh, Emilio Goldfinger. Also... Yes, much like uh, Goldfinger, <laughs> the third Austin Austin Powers movie. Good. God. Yeah, I meant Gold Member. Shit. Oh, uh, yeah. mm-hmm. I love gold. <laughs> A fat, no, nothing loud like Dutch actually. person who screams a lot. It's not anything like that. Yeah. yeah, no, he's mostly like he's he's like, and you know what? I think they actually do a decent job with the character development with with this I, character. And Seth, by they you mean Emilio Estevez because he yeah, also I know wrote it's so confusing. <laughs> he wrote the script. <laughs> Why do you guys not like? Will you not accept the idea that maybe Emilio Estevez, a person who has acted for almost his entire life yeah. and yeah. has been involved in the entertainment industry, yeah, through even longer through his family, like mm. might know how to make a movie no it's fair seth has already alluded to this the problem is in the beginning of this movie it's paint by numbers bullshit and by the end i think we were both like oh fuck it might work (laughs) like i think you might yeah no that was the problem that was (laughs) well like how about this think about this movie like one of those um you know when people they used to people used to have tumblr accounts where they would buy shitty paintings at thrift stores and then add monsters yeah yeah Yeah, of course real good yeah Think about this movie in that sense. Well, uh, no, I don't know. I, I, I don't know because, like, yeah, I get the trope, but I think again, I, I think he's good at endings. I, I think he's not good at beginnings and middles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. That's yeah, exactly yeah. it. Like, yeah. I don't think that he did a good enough job establishing these characters for yes. the emotional endings, like. While I was invested by the very, very end, I don't think I was as invested as I should have been. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. Right? Like, I didn't... Okay. Because there was no actual in, development. You were invested yeah. in spite of the, the lead-up. Right. I yeah. think that yeah. there were some very, very emotional endings to this journey, 
but I don't think it was deserved. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. Well, but manifestly, we were both sort of emotionally moved by the end. So, like, again, it did work. Like, it it, 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 it worked, (laughs) but I think that that it was an ineffectual work, right? Sure. Now, let me me toss this at you really quick. Mm. The Dutch character. Mm -hmm. If we made this movie, the three of us, and we're going to be called the Safdie Brothers 2, that's our (laughs) directing group. Cool. Uh-huh. Uh, if we made this movie, identical movie, I know I haven't seen it, but identical movie, except there's a whole bunch of Foley work of wooden shoes on a mountain because the Dutch guy is wearing wooden shoes the clop, whole time. Clop, 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 uh-huh. clop, and we bring clop. we bring him back in to, to shoot like one or two scenes where it's just like, you know, just him in, in frame where he's like, oh, I need new wooden shoes. I've worn through my wooden shoes. And like that happens like three or four times. Three or four times, yeah. Three or four it's a long times. journey. That seems correct. But you have no kilometers. fucking idea. It it was a long journey. This movie is one hundred and twenty three minutes long. Yeah, it's so goddamn. So it's long. movie length. Well, it's long movie length. <laughs> kind of. Now, how much of that is bloops at the end? Oh, none. No, there's like almost no credits. It was so fucking long. It was so. Um, long. Yeah. And again, this these endless towns where. We get to the conflict. I mean, two thirds of the way through, I guess. There, there, there are only two major conflicts. I feel. Yeah, maybe right, so. Maybe three. Speaking yeah. of which, we're at the arresty one. He gets arrested for yelling. Essentially, he's immediately bailed out by the Irish guy. Everything resolves this was in three minutes. Not a yeah. problem. Um, yeah, there. The, the conflicts are immediately resolved every time. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, he, he gets his pack stolen by uh, yep. by a Romani boy. Immediately, like three minutes later, his father drags him back by his ear to the like whatever pub Martin Sheen and the rest of the crew are hanging out in and is like, oh, he's done a big dishonor. Come over to my party. Yeah. And then they have a party scene. It's TLC is going to be there filming my family because they want to make us look like we're a freak show. (laughs) Yeah. Much like that. That that is the the second conflict. Uh, the problem being that his son's ashes are in his pack. That used to be called the, the Learning Channel. Probably. I know, and Bravo used to show operas. Yeah. What do you want? It's these are old. A&E these are old jokes, guys. These are old jokes. Arts and entertainment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, through these minimal conflicts, uh, we get to the end eventually. Um. All of our merry band of misfits are like a found family kind of situation yeah um, that's probably why it affected me i know though, it's, like it's i just didn't like actually, us. <laughs> i didn't actually we're all found like we're them, found family but... slots what do you want yeah like, this, yeah this is who we are you gotta love yeah. it yeah oh did we find a family in real life maybe we really like that <laughs> when we, we see it yeah, on tv of course, like... of course um and so part of the pilgrimage is you've got to carry these stones the whole time and i do think end... of you guys as my sons just you know Really? That's the. Weird. <laughs> I always consider myself the weird uncle. So hmm. I, I thought we were brothers. I'm all the right, weird uncle know. at work, so like uh, I can't do that all the time. I need uh, to. I need some variety. Okay. Zach, you're the you're the son that we've put all our our hopes into. I guess you, so. Yeah. Yeah. You're. It's. it's gonna, I, I am it's the cherubic gonna, nightmare a, one. So, you're yeah. gonna need a lot of therapy because we're gonna put a lot of pressure on you. Fuck. I can't be a son of nightmare people twice. <laughs> That's too much. 
Oh no! It started as a joke and it became real. Hey, I didn't mean. I didn't comedy. mean to do that. I did mean to do that. Uh, right. So they have to carry these fucking stones. Yeah, they carry the stones. There's the obvious climax where they're like, "All right, we're finishing the journey. It's all good." They and put then, it into this cathedral or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. There's a cathedral. They have to. It. This takes a million years in the movie. Again, this could have all been edited down a thousand times. Yeah. They all walk outside. They kind of stay. I imagine they like saw this thing occur in real life and we're like, you need I suspect the whole thing. So, yeah. 100%. Yeah, like this is, yeah. yeah. yeah and this I mean, is where Emilio's kid comes into play because, again, I think he did this thing and he was like, yes, this has importance like pay attention to this it's very meaningful this is very yeah Mm. Yeah. um so they walk outside and they're all kind of standing around now with no purpose in life whatsoever and there's this thing that martin talked about earlier where you can go on from the cathedral to the actual sea like or the ocean i guess Mm -hmm. um and he was like yeah i think i'm gonna do it maybe and everybody else is like no i'm good i'm good i'm good and they all just stand around for a second and they go, hey, all right, we'll do it. And then they take another 15 minutes to like do that thing. Yeah. They get to the sea. Hmm. Martin still has. The... Wait, like the sea is only like near. It's not like a, the movie ends with them deciding to travel on because it's still far away. The sea is like right there and people. Well, it's not, no, it's not like right there. It's still another like hundred kilometers. I was going to say, right? it's, oh. it's a still... good couple days for sure. But yeah, yeah, you would think that that would have been a fitting end to the movie, but it's not. Um, so they go and he still has most of the ashes and then everybody, they're sort of standing in a row and they are all sort of talking about why they went on the journey. And this is where we realize that like, oh, the fat guy was like, yeah, I was never going to lose weight. It was for fun. And, uh, Debbie is, she was going to quit smoking for doing this. And she literally lights up a cigarette and is just like, <laughs> fuck this. Like, well, it's fine. We had a good yeah, time. Yeah. I mean, it was mostly for her to get over her, uh, divorce. Right. Her divorce and her like demons in her past, right? Her sure. her abusive relationship and yeah. that that does come out every once in a while. And, and the the writer guy, which is a I guess a plotline we didn't talk about, is he was trying to write a travel guide, and so he's been recording Martin Sheen's shit because it's like an actually meaningful journey about his son and all of the you know his pack getting stolen and all that business. And he's like, yeah, I think I cured my like career stoppage, essentially. Like, I think I now can like go and actually write mm-hmm. a thing. So, and then Martin Sheen hobbles down like a turtle to the sea, and I know almost <laughs> he dies. is like a turtle. <laughs> I would say at least forty to forty-five percent of this movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he's he doing just... that like little turtle mouth thing that he does. Yeah, I get it now. I get it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. He hobbles down, throws the rest of the ashes in, um, and I guess that's the end. He he talks. Emilio shows up a lot in this movie too. And then and he, then and then he ends up. The the final scene is yeah. him wandering around Morocco. Right. So Emilio taught him he should travel more. He should live his life. He shouldn't just right. So he basically like continued on from Spain down to through Granada through the through the through the strait and ended up in Morocco and that's the final scene is him being like uh uh sun sun beaten and wandering around whatever whatever market in yeah. in Morocco so yeah I don't know he like learned his lesson that he's Must just gonna be nice to be rich enough to do that yeah. Yeah. well that's the thing he was an optometrist his entire life and that was. was the thing also, I feel like, I mean, describing this movie and hearing myself talk about it, 
hearing us talk about it sounds so lame, which again was our initial thoughts about this movie. But like, yeah. Honestly, by the end, I was like, fuck, it's kind of, yeah, it got it, me. It got me. <laughs> it got me a little bit, too. Yeah. Like, I was surprised. Yeah. It, it's so fucking slow. Yeah. It's, Two it's, hours, it's, three minutes. It's, yeah. it's a very slowly paced movie, but it did end up being effective in that regard. Like, I, I, I think did. that it was surprisingly well done. Good job, Emilio. I know. I know. So... Speaking Mr. of which, Mighty Ducks himself, he he does show up in the movie as like a visit as a ghost every once in a while. It was a yeah. fucking ghost. Apparently, based on the trivia, he would show up to direct every day dressed as his character, which is just like khakis and a hiking vest or some shit. Like it was just like what a director. No, I, I know, I could see it already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, just, it's just like so... khakis and a raincoat. Like yeah, like fifty yeah. year old Marty McFly. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, just so that if the, sh- if he was looking at a shot directing, he could just like go, Oh, that's one of them. And then jump in for like a two second, like a side. And then Martin yeah. Sheen like thinks he sees him and looks back and goes, Oh no, he's dead. Right. That yeah, happened like a bunch. <laughs> that happened a bunch. And it, and it accelerated at the end, which it's like, a- I know it's hacky. Like it's, it's super hacky, but yeah. like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It was, it was, it, but it worked for you. Yeah. I guess like it, it mostly, it, it mostly worked. It for was you. neither good nor bad. It was just a, a thing because they, this is an extremely like cerebral self-inflective, yeah. like you're, you're always looking in, in this entire movie, which is it, it pretty also decent. Fell, it fell into a formula eventually, and you're mm-hmm. just like, oh, we're just going to see that a bunch of times, and then we did. And it's yeah. like, yeah, it makes sense. And, makes sense. Yeah. And, and, like, I was afraid this movie was going to be extremely religious, because it is a pilgrimage, yeah. right? Yeah, it's about a pilgrimage, right? Literally, right, yeah. but it, yeah. at least from my perspective, like, it didn't bother me, and, like, they didn't bring up Jesus a whole lot. Like it, it was well, more about like self reflection, which I let me ask you. This I question. really appreciated. Let me ask you this question: mm-hmm. Did were there many sunrises, sunsets? Did you see a tree, beautiful tree? That's Jesus <laughs> right there. He's everything. He's everywhere. So joke, joke acknowledged. What joke the acknowledged. fuck? Um, Why are you? What? There, Why no, am I like there, this? There's a much more awful. like ham fisted version of this where they get to the cathedral finally and they go in and again, none of them are terribly religious. They go in and they watch the like some sort of Catholic thing happen. I don't Aww. fucking know anything about it. But they're mass? Are you talking about mass? No, they're no, like spinning a bunch like, of myrrh and stuff. There's like, there's like rope giant work incense and stuff. Yeah. pots flying oh, so around Easter. the scene. This is what Easter's like, guys. It, well, okay. uh, this sure. may come out around Easter, uh, maybe yeah. two weeks after. But at but... one point, he looks at all of the like the priest and all of the people helping the priest do all this business, and Emilio's just one of the guys. And they lock eyes, and Emilio's like, <laughs> and he's like, eh. <laughs> like, it's like a little on the nose. <laughs> it's like, yeah, That's Emilio, a... we get it. Like he didn't have to fucking spell it out for us. Yeah, like, <laughs> like it, it's 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 both aggressive and non-aggressive at the same time, which is the kind of religion that I can appreciate. Like, sure, sure. <laughs> being being whatever kind of spirituality and being about you know figuring out your own bullshit. 
Yeah. I, I I I can respect that part of of organized religion, even if it's so perverted in every instantiation that I've ever seen. But continually certainly. getting more and more headlines about Catholicism specifically in in recent days. Yeah. Yes, yeah. indeed. Um, but it, it, I feel like that is that a reason why I don't know if this is Seth and I and and Zach all went to grad school, but Seth and I went to grad school in the humanities um, mm-hmm. in fairly related fields ish. Nominally, yeah. <laughs> um, but a, a thing in my old field that would occur a lot are uh, people would become Quakers constantly. Yeah, it didn't, and I think it didn't the, happen so much in my field because wait, everyone became orthodox. You mean mm. people in literature or people that you knew in real life? In literature. In literature, oh, okay. right, right. So right. like, if you're a medievalist, a lot of those people become Catholic if they weren't already. Right. Oh, okay. It's a very common thing that occurs. But like, sure. otherwise, people who tend to find religion in literature programs become quakers and i think it has to do with what seth just said it's the like it's a a thing to believe in that's not super formed and it involves Mm -hmm. your interpretation like literally being a quaker involves speaking what you are experiencing you know you are moved to speak right and like what what are we doing but interpreting and being moved to speak about what we're experiencing Mm -hmm. in a literature program like i i grew up unitarian so i feel like i sort of get that situation yeah you are like the the like (laughs) we're quakers who love science like my my mom and dad both grew up christian ish and then both were like hey hate that but like the hanging out with people is cool can we just that yeah. part and honestly my, not bad. My, ex- yeah. my experience through my college years were just a continual sliding from one version of less rigorous of catholicism into less rigorous protestantism over and over <laughs> and over again just sure. like until i finally realized like i'm just looking to i'm trying to make something fit maybe yeah the mm-hmm. problem is that i'm I don't need something. I'm just having a low level existential crisis all the time. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'm like forcing myself to believe in this thing because I don't actually believe in this thing and that's okay. There you go. Yeah. And you you grew up with it and it's been indoctrinated into you. (laughs) Well, yeah, but that's every, every branch. Like we have that in Judaism too. It's called reform, which is like you read as much as you fucking can. And then you use those things that are meaningful to you. And it's all fucking mythology at the end. Mm -hmm. So who cares? Um, that's, that that's, that's me. So yeah. anyway, <laughs> this movie did that sort of thing, but not as well yeah. as our conversation right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, world religions, uh, you've been working on this, uh, the ones we're talking about, you've been working on this going on a little more than 2000 years. Take a back seat Cause we got it solved. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Six thousand years, because that's oh, when you're right. the Earth you brought was up formed. Judaism. I forgot. You're right. You brought up Judaism. I mean, oh, we... yeah, when the Earth was formed. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, Lee, you made an MLM no almost oh, wait, four point four point two billion years. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Uh, okay. Was uh, she great big things... cosmic body? <laughs> Think things about this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, we start off, Emilio abandons a PhD program at Berkeley to chase his dreams, which is hiking. 
So like we're starting off stereotyping. <laughs> yeah. Hiking is yeah. his dream. It is, I think, honestly. I mean, I love hiking. I, I told you. I, I also we, love hiking. <laughs> we have a non-secret pact that if one of us goes through a very significant life trauma. Right. When we're all still physically able, we're going to do the app trail together. Yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. bad the idea. It's a bad idea. Eastern Seaboard, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I So that was my second thing. I was like, uh, I think I... Uh, message Seth. I was like, "This is just eat, pray, love." And then when we got a little more into the hiking, I was like, "Oh, this is just Bill Bryson's A Walk in the Woods." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, wild comes to mind. Oh, the, certainly um, the Pacific yeah. Coast. The, yeah. yeah, yeah. It it is. It, I, my problem with those is both of all of those things are more endearing, uh, or at least have more mm. of a point. I think if you're trying to do this like wayward journey, somebody learns something about themselves. Like, don't start with Martin Sheen. Probably. Yeah, that was the problem. <laughs> yeah. Based on your based on your description, I think one of the things that I would appreciate about this story is a lot of times stories like this, where it's like I'm gonna get back in tune with nature. I'm gonna go and hike. I'm gonna explore. Mm, it's yeah, like sure. the, the impetus for these things are like an escape. And it doesn't sound like his is an escape. It's it's more of a, a, a coming back together. And I can I think right. I would yeah, yeah I would react. More... For me, I would react well to that because that's more my experience with like becoming more involved in the wilderness uh, when I can. Mm-hmm. It, it's sure. because I wasn't trying to get away from something. It was like I felt like I needed to return to something I used to enjoy when I was a kid. Yeah. And mm-hmm. like, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. No, that's... So like, I can appreciate that part of it. Like... Yeah. 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 And um, for him in this movie, he's returning to a relationship with his son. But like, you know, it's... it's And, and it's in yeah. like a toxic masculinity, uh, like 1970s kind of father-son relationship way, which they yeah. have, obviously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which, which you know, to... Uh, temporally that's that was their relationship yeah, yeah. like th- this yeah. was way more autobiographical by the end than i thought it was gonna be <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah. um okay uh zach are there other things you want to talk about or um i in the middle i i wrote down and also messaged you shin song there's a shin song oh yeah no they that is that the is the one. shin song <laughs> Yeah. yeah, the soundtrack to this is fucking crazy town. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Butterflies in there? No. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Honestly, by the end, it wouldn't have been out of place. I don't even know. Yeah. Yeah. Now no, I'm just thinking of Barton Sheen like sh- shaking someone's ashes into the ocean with. Yeah, <laughs> I want you guys to shake my ashes into an ocean uh, to Butterfly by Crazy Town. I think Dude, I also want that. Is this a death pack we're making? <laughs> yeah, we're all going to do this. Done. Done. Yeah. <laughs> this is our tartan. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. We have, we have like, four tartan at this yeah. point. <laughs> we should get this, like, notarized at some point. <laughs> no, it's illegal. We can't do <laughs> Oh, right. That's right, illegal, maybe, 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 Maybe if we're not gaining anything from it, it's fine. It's Then it's just, like, a last wishes. But... 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there we go. We'll, yeah. we'll figure out some kind of legal <laughs> way around this horrible I'm, idea. I'm picturing all of us sitting in a lawyer's office going, Tartan, he goes, if you say that word, I can't do this thing. <laughs> you have to stop saying that word. usually i don't suggest this but have you tried like going to office max and just buying a form because honestly i don't know what i can do for you at this point like yeah legal zoom (laughs) (laughs) oh wonderful um yeah zach you got anything else to talk about with this boy uh there's two trivia things it was okay. So the the three characters we meet apparently were directly influenced from the Wizard of Oz, Lion, Tin Man, and Scarecrow. Oh fuck! Oh they Christ! Yeah, god, yeah, they didn't even yeah. think about that. No, if you think about it for a second, you go, "Oh god, damn it!" <laughs> it's so yeah. obvious. Uh, so that's kind of a bummer hell. for Emilio's writing prowess. But uh, again, I don't know. It kind of it's kind of it's kind of charming. Mean, uh, yeah, it's so fun. It's so Frank L. Baum. Is if you're gonna crib writer. something, you may as well crib like uh, somebody raging against the gold standard. Why not? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, and as we alluded to earlier, um, much of the inspiration, uh, I just copied this directly, but only half of a sentence. Um, <laughs> uh, Martin. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Emilio's son did this thing in real life and I guess thought it was amazing, you know, like wayward teen, literally like Emilio is supposed to be doing in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, I guess Emilio kind of felt like Martin. In this sense, he was just like, I think this is dumb, but we're rich, so like, do whatever you want. <laughs> and then his son came back and told him all about it and was like, oh, that sounds pretty cool. And obviously, Emilio and his father have some shit going on. <laughs> so Indeed. Yeah. He sort of extrapolated the relationship of him and his son to him and his dad. And mm. uh, There was a lot of, like his son, um, I think, again, as we mentioned, did a lot of consulting on the movie and like, did a bunch yeah, of and I feel like this was like half sponsored by like the Spanish uh, uh, film union or something. Quite possibly, there is a lot of th- this reads yeah. like a Spanish travel guide for sure. They just go yeah. to every town and they're like, "Oh, the wonders of this hmm. town are the uh, tapas, but we call it a different thing." Which pinchos, yeah, yeah, yeah. pinchos, which was a which Spain, was a thing I'm going to because, eat some because in the north tonight. you say pincho, you don't say tapas. Mm-hmm. In the south, you say tapa. In the north, you say pincho. It's a thing. Yeah, um, it's all yeah, small that's plates, baby. <laughs> yeah, it's all small plates going down. Uh, it's on the back of a turtle. Um, <laughs> Martin mm, Sheen's back. God, I should read more uh, Discworld. I on, on the back of Martin Sheen because he fucking looks like a fucking goddamn turtle oh that this was entire movie that was the other one at Wait, one point when his guys let's make a Discworld movie and martin sheen is atun oh mm-hmm. christ okay okay that's okay. what should happen they just failed to make that mm-hmm. Discworld show that was really bad yeah so, so uh, i learned bad. from the the blank check boys that musker and clemens wanted to make a Discworld animated movie that was their like big dream project that's never gonna happen so yeah with mort Whoa. right yeah yeah uh, uh, d- not my favorite wow. Discworld, but it's good it's just you know it's fine sure sure yeah all right um along seth Lyon, we should make uh, small gods we... with martin sheen as the turtle <laughs> Hmm. He's got to be harder and harder to get these days, but we can try. Yeah, yeah. like hard, <laughs> like a turtle shell. 
okay. exactly. Seth okay. Exactly. When Martin Sheen gets his pack stolen that one time, he runs, and Seth and I both had the same reaction. Martin Sheen running is one of the funniest things I have seen in the past <laughs> yeah. calendar year. It is, it is like the physicality of it is inexplicable. <laughs> it's so confusing. Yeah. yeah, it was really something. Oh, I don't, I don't even remember what I described. Like the first time I saw Martin Sheen, like vaguely jogging, I was like, he's like a. He's like a a turtle trying to get the fish that is his pack or something. It yeah, was... I think I described it as a toddler that just learned how to walk and is constantly almost falling down, like that kind of stitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that journey for him. Yeah, yeah. No, no. He's <laughs> he's basically turned into a snapping turtle. Yeah, it's because uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh boy, it's yeah. pretty bad. I um, I can't wait until it gets animated. All of our stuff gets animated. <laughs> certainly, certainly. Um, this is this is uh, a new thing. Yeah, once we become crazy rich, we're gonna hire all the best animators to animate every episode of faking movies. <laughs> certainly, we can't certainly. wait. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Uh, there's almost no money on this. Uh, it made like twelve million. There's no mm-hmm. what it costs, but. I assume it had to be less than that, probably. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. It's insane that it made $12 million. That's insane. I know. It, it had yeah. a full theatrical release. Or no, it had a limited theatrical. It made not so much. And then it ended up making like four in the US and I think the other six or the other mm. eight in uh, the national or global. So Global, yeah. National. Yeah, I don't know. National global, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's not much else. Uh, let's do the rates. Okay. So, um, the IMDb rating with 30,872 votes is 7.4. Weirdly high. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty high, but like, I don't know, like, mm, well, whatever. (laughs) You kind of get it. I I see, Uh, I see what you're saying. Like, you can get why people, you can understand why people liked it. Sure. Yeah. Exactly. And, and also, I think the the market for this, the demo for this, was like people old, our age and older for sure. Like this is like a dad movie where they watch it and they go, "I feel the same way." Like, yeah, I feel the same thing. way about my disconnect from my child. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then they the go boy was just like me. Son, yeah. So. The boy was just like me. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 It's 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 a real cat's in the cradle. So. um Okay, I can go first. Um, I'll start with the original. Um, I don't know. It's pretty slow. It's it's because I remember texting Zach a bunch and being like, "Yeah, I'm watching the this this at like one point two five, one point five times, oh. maybe two times." Yeah. Um, <laughs> yep. At certain parts, oh. yeah, I was pretty like all over the place, but. Be- mostly because uh, there's a lot of like slow walking scenes that are mm, too much. Mm. Um, I don't know. Like it's it's a decent movie. I yeah. Uh, I I I didn't I didn't hate it. I didn't enjoy it. It was fine. I'll give it like a mm, I don't know, like a six point five. Okay. Sure. Like it's like I like I like 
self-contemplative like thinking about your stuff through through journey and all that sort of stuff so like it's um it's fine and and the religious stuff didn't come up that much like it was clearly an (laughs) underlying thing yeah yeah. i was so afraid that it was going to be aggressively catholic yeah given given martin sheen's bullshit they they scoped it appropriately i think Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah i thought i thought that like it didn't it didn't make me angry how much jesus showed up yeah yeah Mm -hmm. all right so that was a 6.5 um lee with your multi-level marketing uh scheme it's fun stuff i mean it was super depressing and uh what is this Oh boy, uh, just mm. thank God. Like I will say, thank God I got off the Facebook years ago mm. because I feel like I don't know how I could handle seeing everyone I know from my past trying to sell one of those things we goofed about earlier. Like, yeah, it's a yeah, real it's thing. A, it's a real yeah. bummer. Yeah, I don't know. I'll give you a seven point five. Hey, thank you. I win from Seth. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, OG, yeah, this movie started out the dumbest. Uh, like, I was fully prepared yeah. to hate this. And then yeah. by the end, when they're all getting to the cathedral and they're doing their shit, I was, like, almost crying. And then by the end, when he's turtling down to the sea and throwing the ashes, <laughs> yeah. I was, like, fully crying. Like, genuinely yeah. weeping. Yeah, I, I hated Ooh. the Dutchman so much. Yeah, you took a real I, turn on him. Yeah, I kept texting zach i was like every time that dash because because it's like it's 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 a trip martin sheen is a piece of shit a whole lot of it he hates everyone he's he's very like standoffish and this stupid dutchman keeps showing up being like haha i'm this fun fat man why don't you have some lamb with me <laughs> yeah uh because it's a single path and you know the the pace is is different for yeah, every you, individual you'll run into and a lot you of the end same up people yeah like ending up hitting up the same people multiple times but i hated the dutchman at the beginning and you know he came around because he just ended up being like a a quasi sad lovable goof it you so, kind of like the cowardly lion would you say is he kind of like the cowardly lion <laughs> yeah. yes yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. now can i ask you real quick how do you guys think this movie would have played if instead of martin sheen it was Dana Carvey from The Master of Disguise. <laughs> oh. More turtly. More, more turtly. Certainly more turtly. <laughs> well, actually, I think it's probably an equal amount of turtle. Maybe. Because so Martin you, Sheen could get into the turtle club. Is what have, you're you, me. have you seen Martin Sheen's face when he's like trying to display an emotion? Not recently. Yeah, well, the answer is he looks exactly like a snapping turtle. Now, Lee, would they have filmed some very emotional part of this on actual 9-11 if it was Dana Carvey? <laughs> I think they would have had to <laughs> okay. if it was Dana Carvey. He would have insisted. In this universe that you're positing, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. In, this, in this crazy mixed-up universe where Ooh. Martin Sheen playing a turtle on 9-11. <laughs> what a fucking nightmare, yeah. Um. Yeah, I, Roberto Benini levels of tone deck. Yeah, exactly. yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 because yeah. the West Wing needs comedy. <laughs> well, um, yeah. OG Oof, seven, solid seven. Like mm. honestly, I wouldn't watch it, but having watched it, it was 
it was surprisingly worth the trip. good. It was yeah. worth the trip. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Lee, your thing is wonderful. Uh, the first thing I thought of was this show that I love that I'm not sure many people have seen called On Becoming a God in Central Florida. Starring I haven't yet, but you know I love Kirsten. Starring Kirsten and also seen one of them Skarsgårds and also Beth Ditto who fucking rules. Like, yeah, hmm. the whole thing is amazing. It's all about Kirsten Dunst coming, like defeating the sadness that is MLM. Um, and your thing wasn't okay. that for sure. <laughs> it was sort of the MLM leader wins in the end, but like, you know, watching a lot of cult stuff recently with the mm-hmm. Ranieri's and the whatnots of the world. Yeah, uh, we've all lived through the pandemic. We've all watched that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's very topical. Bonnie's gonna reprise her role as Aunt Baru, though. So. Oh. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, it's great. Uh, I would definitely watch a movie that I read the IMDb one sentence summary of your thing for. Um, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. going to go eight. The highest praise. The highest <laughs> praise. Yeah. Definite eight. Uh, so yeah. Okay, cool. Well done. Well done. Um, all right. All right. I, I'm kicking off the end of our thing next week. Y'all got a title? Yeah, the mini, the mini series. Yeah. The, the, the epic mini series. The end of the way, way back. The way. The way, or no, the way, way <laughs> back. fucked it up. The way back, the way, and the. Okay, okay. I mean, it could only have been found... two things, so yeah, that's exciting. True, true. <laughs> and we, we found candidates for each, oh. and um, I think we settled on a, a pretty good one. Yeah, okay. we did. Called the. The. Called the. The. Ooh, it's going to be... Interesting. You really, I mean, it's your own, it's your, it's your playground. Yeah, this is what you want. Gotta go wild with that one for sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. It's um, um, pretty, pretty, pretty upsettingly open. I, I don't, <laughs> I, I, I don't envy you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't. No, I. It's if if you drew the, the short is straw a John Carpenter one, yeah. movie that I somehow don't know about. So help me God. I... Zach, I can guarantee you that it's not. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's okay. not it's not a Johnny Carps. And so... the, the to quote my my good friend Lee, uh, worlds would not collide in such a way. It could not be my personal power man five thousand. <laughs> no, 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 this will not be your own personal power. Th- I'm so happy i'm so happy i've been trying to make that phrase work for fucking 15 years and oh here my heart my heart i mean zach i had what you're having and i fucking love it (laughs) nailed it that's it Oh, that's and i don't know what to do with those tall salads and scrambled eggs (laughs) called it again all right, I'm stopping.